Parents Pod. Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Danielle. I'm Heath. I'm Kit. And excuse us for any weird audio for the next two weeks because Danielle has a cold. And we are recording this remotely to not get Kip sick because I most likely have gotten Heath sick. Yeah, I think I feel it starting. Yeah. You. Yeah, I don't want to be sick. You guys are crunchy and gross. Okay. I, I want nothing, <laughs> no part of it. But it's okay. I I'm took... not crunchy and gross yet. No. I think I will be tomorrow, though. So that's fun. <laughs> Isn't a it... crunchy person. Right. Isn't it fun like when you can feel it happening? You might Ugh. get a vacation from work by being sick. And... No, I, I won't. Okay. It's just a cold. So, no, I only yeah. have two days of work this week. Okay. So, anyway, um, I got sick, and I'm fine. I'm just sniffly, and I took medicine before we recorded. I have hot tea. I have water, and I was able to do dishes and laundry today, so I've decided I'm well enough to go to work in a mask tomorrow. Apparently, I'm not in charge, so that's good. I'm just a baby coffee person tomorrow. Or I've been viciously lied to. I don't know. You be the judge. But uh, that's uh, the cold is not what we are talking about. I'm just saying I'm not going to edit out all the sniffles that will most likely happen. And if the sound sounds weird because we have Kip on a cell phone, um, then that's the thing. And that's how we do remote yeah. recording. Not COVID. It's not the flu. It's cold. Yeah, I got tested for both because I thought I had the flu because I had body aches and chills. But no fever. Which was weird. Just a bad cold. Just a real bad cold. So. But it's already getting better, so that's not that bad of a cold. Colds have been, like, super weird and intense lately, because everyone's been cold-free for a couple of years, I guess. I don't know if that's the science behind that or what. I also don't know if having COVID affects you having more severe colds. Because there's a bunch oh. of studies about, like... Post- more severe allergies. Yeah, more severe allergies, more severe colds. There's nothing concrete, because it's obviously, but... It's too early. Yeah, it's too early to know it, but I think I have seen stuff about that. Yeah. But whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm okay, I'm not RSV gonna... RSV is going around this year, too. Yeah. We love it. But we're not talking about contagious diseases. We're going to be talking about fun subjects. Abscesses and... Histocytoma? Histiocytoma. Cytoma. Histiocytoma. And that's because one of, a dog in each of our households has had one of these. Who wants to start? Do we start with Charlie or Mishka? Mishka. (laughs) Mishka. So we're going to start with abscesses. Um... Do we want to give... I can give a quick rundown of abscesses, and then we can describe Mishka's situation. Yeah. Okay, so what an abscess is, it is a strange swelling or lump on your pet's body. Uh, It might be. There's other reasons for lumps. Abscesses hide under your pet's fur and are hard to spot. If they burst, they will ooze pus and sometimes smell bad. Abscesses can also form... smells bad, so makes sense. They can also form deep inside the body where they can't be seen. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> so you might never <laughs> know that it's... Halloween! Right. Yes. Um, 
Symptoms are redness, uh, so skin can look crusted over and red, and sometimes feeling warm. Licking your pet might constantly lick the area the abscess is, which can cause hair loss. Fever, because they're fighting off, because what an abscess is, is bacteria in a wound that causes an abscess as an infection. So they can get a fever from fighting off the infection. Coughing, uh, if the pet has a lung abscess. No appetite, because when you get sick, you don't feel like eating, which I can totally understand facial swelling because sometimes um you can get a tooth absence abscess abscess which will cause a lump under your pet's eye or in the lower jaw scooting can happen because sometimes you get an abscess in your anal gland as a dog that sounds terrible and they yeah. might scoot along the bottom um, pain, so touching the area might cause it pain, and then fatigue, they might seem lower energy because they're dealing with bacteria. So, why might this happen, you ask? Your pet might be injured from a fight with another animal or an outside animal. Um, maybe if they break their skin or um, on, like, bushes or scratches, and then the area gets infected. Or stick. Sticks. Um, impacted angle glands. Uh, damage from a decaying tooth, blood infections, sinus and ear infections, uh, pneumonia. Also, apparently, certain breeds are predispositioned for these, including English Bulldogs, Labrador Retrievers, and Chinese Sharpays. These breeds have short hair, which can easily become ingrown, which also can cause abscesses. Oh, that explains why we've had this issue like three times with Mishka. Yeah. Several times now. Uh, So if an abscess... Little skin infections from ingrown hairs. Yeah. So if an abscess hasn't broken up on its... uh, Broken open on its own, your veterinarian can perform a minor surgical procedure to drain the bus. Uh, the pus and antibiotics will also be needed whether the abscess burst or if or so if it bursts on its own or the veterinarian drained it it will need antibiotics because it is an Which is infection yes um medication the medications kill bacteria prevent infections from spreading and sometimes you might also get iv fluids and anti-inflammatory medication it obviously if you have any surgeries, probably um, pain. So let's obviously they're giving you an antibiotic as well anytime you have any sort of yeah. That's the uh, anti. That's what I talked about. Oh, oh. Sorry. that was the first thing I mentioned. Sorry. You're not listening. He's not listening. Oh my, God. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, you can let's say so. You can help prevent abscesses by if you notice a wound on your animal, you can treat it, keep it clean, wrap it, antibiotic ointment. Um, keeping cats indoors because cats can get abscesses so they don't get into cat fights. Yeah, that did actually happen to my cat Whiskers oh, when no. I was uh, younger. She had a huge abscess on the side of her body and it like freaked me out. I took her to the vet right away and they drained it. And they were like, hey, that was easy. It was not, no big deal. And I was like, oh no, it felt like it was a big deal. <laughs> Uh, it sounds like they're easy to treat, but yeah, they can get bad. Um, also, if your dog has issues with clogged anal glands, to express them on a regular anal basis. Glands. Anal glands. I that's as well as I can say it's slightly clogged, babe. Okay. 
Um, and then, of course, if you're worried about any teeth issues, keeping up with dental hygiene on your dog will help prevent any abscesses or abnormalities, if you can pay attention to that. But, yeah. Um, I don't think we covered that, like, uh, apparently bug bites or bug stings can also potentially introduce bacteria. Yes. No, that wasn't in the article. But, yes, uh, any sort of break in the skin that can let a foreign body into a cut can cause an abscess. Yep. So, do you want to introduce the story of Mishka's journey? Uh, sure. So, it was a... Was it Sunday? A Sunday? It was... Yes, a yeah. Sunday a Sunday before we were going out of town on a Wednesday. Yeah, and I noticed that his uh, one of his jowls looked larger than it should. Um, and there was a swollen, circular... Hard... Yeah, thing. hard... <laughs> abscess. Abscess, as it turns out. Um, at first we were thinking it was like he maybe got stung by... Even though, like, of the pictures that you can find online, it doesn't look like a lot of the wasp stings and bee stings and stuff that you find on dogs, because usually dogs will, like, all swell up. And I was like, well, maybe he's just not really allergic. Yeah. And that's potentially still... Because we have a lot of wasps around our house lately. Yeah, we have some yellow jackets, and we have some paper wasps, I think. So many of them. So many paper wasps. So many. So we were assuming it was that, and that maybe because we couldn't find, like, a sting or a bite site, that it was inside of his mouth because he wouldn't let us look inside his mouth. Because maybe he tried to eat it or something. Um, but he was being uncooperative because I'm sure it hurt. Um, yeah. and, and he lets us, like, open his mouth and take things out of it. Yeah, normally. As long as he doesn't really want the thing. Yeah. So he wasn't having any trouble breathing. Uh, he was still, like, acting normal. Uh, eating, seemed, drinking. Yeah, eating, drinking, and everything. And there weren't any convenient vet appointments, so we were kind of, like, putting it off. Um, we had scheduled one, and then Heath got a... I yeah, I got an eye abrasion. Just oh, wow. It's not as bad as a cornea scratch. We thought it was a cornea which scratch. Which I've had, unfortunately. So, Heath was um, going to take Mishka, and then because of his eye abrasion... It was dangerous driving home from work that morning. And yeah. also, it was miserable being at work, because I didn't realize what it was. Because when I first woke up that day, like, yes, it was agitated, but it wasn't that bad. So, but pretty soon after being at work... I realized how badly these screens hurt my eyes because when you have an eye abrasion, you shouldn't be staring at screens for yeah. 12 hours. It was miserable. I'm so glad it was slow that night where I would have died. I literally like ended up having my eyes closed a lot of that night. It was still miserable. It was just I horrible. dropped off an ointment. That was Halloween, actually. Yeah, that was Halloween. So I'm very yeah. glad it was not worse because I was in pain. Um, and it led to a very bad uh, migraine of light sensitivity for obvious reasons. But, um, but anyway, so I had drove home and I was like, I cannot, I cannot drive him to this. I can't go to this appointment. I can't go outside. Yeah. It's too bright. <laughs> Everything hurts. So we rescheduled it. It was supposed to be for Tuesday. So we rescheduled it for Wednesday morning, which by the way, Wednesday afternoon was when we were supposed to leave for, um, we were, uh, we were going on a trip to visit my little sister up in Nashville area. Mm -hmm. And, uh, also, on top of that, we had a, a fun eye appointment for Heath to figure out if he had a scratched cornea. Yeah. So, sandwiched in between stuff. And I took him because Heath can't see, because Heath's a little blind vampire. He was actually already feeling better by that Wednesday. You were so light sensitive. 
Yeah, no, we were I, still I was, super licensed, and it was still blurry. But that's yeah. why I knew it was it was not as bad as a cornea scratch because it wasn't as painful yeah. with all of the eye ointment and drops I've been using. So I took Mishka but, in, and I assumed they were going to be like, "Oh, Mishka, get it." Had maybe trouble. gotten like slightly bigger between yeah, Sunday and that tell. time, but I think it was like roughly ping pong and golf ball size by then. Yeah, and hard, which is the weird part. Like yeah, it was how really hard it was, hard. it was weird. So I explained to them what we thought it was, and she's like, huh, this is real weird. Um, we're going to just shave it and do not, what is it where you just, like, stick something to drain it? That's lancing it, I think. No, lancing was yeah. the surgery. Um, she had a different term for it. I didn't think it was a different term. I mean, it might. It, I think it's just lancing it. Well, what she was doing was to drain it just a yeah, little bit. Yeah, lancing it is to drain it. Okay. Well, she took, like, the end of a needle tip basically and poked it to see what came out because mm-hmm. mainly they didn't know what it was so they wanted to see what was coming out of it i think it could be either way and you can just do lancing different ways oh, okay uh, i could be wrong i don't know i'm not a doctor yeah exactly lancing, lancing is just piercing it yeah oh, okay. that's what i thought then yeah. then what ha- happened was a smaller pierce just an exploratory lance just to see what was in it and we were gonna shave the area and we had given him his sedative because he doesn't. He was being. Fussy. He doesn't consent to medical care. Certain medical care, he's like nah. And when a hundred and ten pound dog doesn't agree to things, it's hard for the veterinarians, especially when it's something on his face. Right. So. And he, he, was, he was he was not consenting to the uh, to the shaving of his fur because it sounded like nail clipper, uh, nail grinders. Yeah, yeah, because we've he tried doesn't consent to, to anything with his claws. So. Um, they wanted to initially shave it and then put the numbing agent because you have to put less of the numbing agent if you shave it, but he wasn't consenting, so she just put extra numbing agent and gave it a little extra time. And then she lanced it, and, like, blood and black, white, gray pus came out. Yeah. I guess trigger Trigger warning. warning delayed trigger warning. Classic. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, we are talking about abscesses. We have to describe what they are. It is yeah. gross. So that came out, and it smelled bad. And I don't have a good sense of smell, and it smelled bad. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, okay. Um, oh, this is disgusting. She's like, well, we let it, he, we kind of, like, slid the little puppy pad they had to catch it, because he just kind of walked away with it. Of tripping. course he did. He's like, oh, my God. You How were, dare you? You guys suck. Yeah. And so then we were given options. Either we could just take an antibiotic and some stuff and see if it went away on its own because that can happen or we can and hopefully it would drain on its own yeah or they could lance it flush it out and then additional the antibiotic and just keep an eye on it and so i was like and they're like we can work you in today i'm like how how late which that that requires putting him under because it's like a minor surgery issue yeah because they actually do have to like cut into the flesh yeah to drain it right they said they got nasty stuff out of it, but honestly, I, I watch Doctor Pimple Popper on a regular basis, and all of this, I like wish I could have been there to see them drain it. <laughs> I'm good, but uh, so they said they could work him in like within the hour, basically. I was like, okay, so he has to go under anesthesia. That gives me like two, three hours to work with to get. Heath to his doctor's appointment, get home, pack up the car to go on our trip. Right. So far as inconvenient medical stuff popping up, you know, like 
right before a trip. The timing worked out because the, the appointments worked perfect. out. Right, where we could still go and have it be fine. Yeah, uh, so I agree to it. By the way, Mishka knew something was up because I put his leash on and then he's like going to the door where he gets to go out. And I start trying to hand the leash to the nurse and he's like, oh, hell no. And I was like, okay. Um, and then we walked through the lobby and he, like, went up to a stranger and looked at the stranger, like, help me, help me. Help me <laughs> and I'm like, no, baby, come on, this way. And I, like, walked him close to the back room. And, Will like, you be my new parents? <laughs> Mama has betrayed me. And so... Papa we, is not here for me to plead with. And the entire vet appointment, he kept trying to go in the back way the vet comes in our doctor's office. And... The second I put the leash on and start handing it to the nurse, he's like, nope, we don't go back there. And I'm like, you wanted to go back there all visit, and now no? He's like, I know, what's up? He was so... I betrayed. remember now what happens back there. Yeah, so they clipped his claws, which was really nice. Well, while he was under, because we're like, well, he's going to be unconscious. Can you? Please clip his claws, they're a problem. I can't ever do them. He won't move or fight you. Clip them as small as you can. So he has very nice claws right now. Yeah. That's a benefit, other than also not having a abscess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, then, he adds like a like an inch long incision that has been. It's been closing up. Yeah, it's gonna to have be, a scar for sure. Yeah, it has to. It had to drain though. Yeah. And so then we piled him in the car. Like the underside of his jaw. Put a cone on him, and he went to Nashville. Where he just slept, but we felt really bad for him because it's like, yep, you just had a minor procedure where you were put under for, like, a little surgery. And now we're immediately into the car. Fortunately, I mean... It's a four... It was, like, a four-hour Yeah, it was a four-hour drive. So he got to sleep off a So, like, traveling isn't great, but also, uh, fortunately, he wasn't, like, nauseous or anything from all the drugs. Um, Otherwise, it would have been really unpleasant for everyone. And he just slept, which is what they usually do in the car anyway. Yeah. Um, They had a good trip in Nashville. Um, My little sister... Other than they smelled, which that was fair. We were going to give him a bath before, but then he ended up... Needing to go to Right, uh-huh. And then that ate into all my time. Yeah, the appointments that Dan had to drive people and the dogs to. And then pack up the vehicle. Took up the time she was going to take to give him a bath. Yeah, because there was some rain on... What day was that? Was that Sunday? The Sunday before Halloween it rained, didn't it? Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, one of the rainy days. I think it was Sunday. One of the rainy days before Halloween, they, like, found this black mud, which probably is pooping mud. It's just why they would roll in it, because dogs are gross. Yeah, fucking gross. Yep. But other than their shedding and their bad smell, my little sister approved them in her home (laughs) and thinks they'll do well. And she just requests that we uh, bait them next time, which I told her was a We normally criticism. do that before we go travel. I will, I, yeah, I yeah. did tell her I was just kind of YOLOing and hoping they didn't smell as bad as I thought they did. But I was wrong. They did smell as bad as I thought yeah, they did. Yeah, plus she doesn't live with dogs also. And she, yeah. she like, has if a If you don't live clean... with it and then it comes to your house, it's, it's kind of hard right. to cope with. She's never made a comment about their smell any of the other times they visited, and I've always given them baths before, so I yeah. think it was that. It's just because of that, but also she keeps a clean house. Oh, yeah. Like a very clean house. She has a very small house, so... She does, yeah. It does make sense. It does. But yeah, no, they did smell. Yes. Especially Mishka. Yeah, Mishka was a stinky head. But he is healing. He has antibiotics and pain meds, which he does not take willingly. So I do shove them down his throat. And mm-hmm. 
It looks better. It looks better. It's still like, it's still there's a. Are we supposed to have a follow up appointment? Yeah, we need to make that. Okay. I didn't know if it said in the instructions. Did she not read the instructions? I sent them to you too. I just forgot. Okay. I'm sick. Okay. I did research for two episodes. I'm sick. <laughs> I sent them to you when you were still not very much not sick. I was busy. You're I was like, well, busy. I never read them, and now you're like, I drove, I'm sick. <laughs> I drove for four hours. You did. You did do all the ways. driving, and I appreciate that. Yes. And then my headlights went out randomly. But they're back on now, so we're good. Yeah, it was... Yeah. I replaced them. They're good. And then they didn't turn on after we replaced them. It was not our smoothest uh, trip. No. But it went very but it well. It went very well. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was our fun medical mystery and learning about abscesses. Yeah, where I just wore sunglasses indoors a lot because yes. my like- eye was very red and lights hurt the... Do you want to explain where you got most likely got? Oh, yeah. So the eye abrasion, he drew it out for me. It was like a sideways-looking clover shape because he commented that it was a very strange shape. Anyway, we think that uh, Rue probably punched me in the face with her paw because, well, while we were sleeping on Monday, because she she does shit like that with her legs in her sleep. Yeah, she kicks us all the time in her sleep. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, and my sleep mask was off when I woke up that day, like it is sometimes, so I think that's what happened. She punched. She, and she then does the reason that it got infected because it did. It was starting to get infected, so that was another. I had to take an antibiotic drop as well. Uh, would make sense because dog, paw, dog paws and claws are filthy. Yep. So. Yep. So. Yep. Thanks, Rue. Perfect. <laughs> Punch me in trip. the face. We did not forget anything. We are perfectly prepared for every occasion. <laughs> They, they behaved pretty well. It was a townhouse, so we were worried that when we left them that they would be really yeah. marky. But um, with the... We, Drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not bad. <laughs> no, uh, we used anti-anxiety medication that are prescribed by their vet. It helps keep them sedated and calm. Yeah. And we were afraid because condos have super paper-thin walls that they might feel... Unease and abandonment in a new never been there before. And we They seem to do pretty well, though. Yeah, they did well. <sighs> but anyway, uh, so that was our fun medical adventure with yeah. the dog. And he's just, he's had to wear a cone a lot because you have to clean it at least a couple times a day. Mm-hmm. And try to keep him from laying his head on everything because then stuff sticks to it. Yep. So, so he's been an unhappy, the most unhappy satellite dish we've ever met. Yeah. Oh goodness. Yeah. Cone of shame. Yeah. yeah, he's he's like I feel like it's almost intentional with how he hits the cone on everything. Does it seem intentional to you, Dan? Sometimes he's Sometimes like Sometimes it looks oh, fucking intentional. I just can't walk in uh-huh. this space. And he's like, There's gotta be a better way <laughs> looking at us like take it off. <laughs> just knocks over half the shit I'm holding. Why mm-hmm. would you do that? I don't know, it's just so easy to knock things with my cone. If only someone would take this gosh darn thing off of me. It looks intentional. He's a smart dog. Yeah. But also I mean 
the vet has said the cone does like throw dogs off a lot. So oh, I know, but he hits it on literally everything sometimes. And it's like I think, I think also he's trying to do the rearranging with the blanket. So because sometimes he does that with his mouth, and then he can't grab it with his mouth, and so he Maybe. just kind of flails. That's not wildly. even what I'm talking about, though. I, I I do feel like sometimes it seems a little intentional. But anyway, I don't know. He's dramatic. He is. He is a dramatic boy. <laughs> We interrupt this program to bring you an important message from our sponsors. Well, not sponsors per se, but it is time to pay the vet bills. Pet Parents Pod now has a website, PetParentsPod.com, where you can go and learn about all the different ways to support the podcast. We also have a Patreon now. There's a link to that as well, along with all of our socials, a Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Discord. It's going to be Patreon dot com slash pet parents pod anything and everything can help we would appreciate your support petparentspod.com also lists that we are a bark box affiliate so any special offers that we have which will be effective during certain date ranges that are listed are going to be on that page there's a link to bark box under the ways to support page on the website we also want to remind everyone that regardless of whether other special officers are going on anytime you subscribe to bark box using the link barkbox.com slash pet parents pod you can get free extra month of bark box for your subscription. If you enjoy our content, spread the word, tell your friends and family that are also animal lovers. Now back to your regularly scheduled episode. Do you want me to go over histocytomas? Histiocytomas? Histiocytomas. Yeah, sure, go for it. I'll explain. So, uh, Kip's big adventure was something with histiocytoma. And that's when a small skin growth occurs on a dog. Normally, it happens under three years of age. They're benign growths that suddenly appear, and uh, owners will often say overnight, but normally they take one to four weeks to sprout. Um, the symptoms you have are basically no actual symptoms. Um, it doesn't tend to affect their food, their um, energy level, things like that. Uh, you might find pink around the skin growth. Um, these growths are most of the time not painful or itchy, though that can occasionally happen. In very rare occasions, they will occur near lymph nodes, and those will become swollen or be near a dog's eye, which may cause ir irritation and redness to discharge. Causes. Uh, they are a type of benign tumor in dogs. Tumors occur when cells multiply in an unregulated fashion. In the case of Histocytomas. The cell that's responsible is the Lagerhans cell? I think that's right, Lagerhans cell. Langerhans? Yeah, Langerhans. Yep. Okay. See? You were adding a syllable, but that's okay. Anyway. Oh, you, never mind. You were just combining the two words. It Because it is one. Oh, oh, the N. Oh, yeah, I wasn't yeah. giving you a pause. Lingerhans cell. Yes. There we go. Um, I was like, is that German? I mean, like, extra it, German? It kind of sounds like it. I mean, it sounds like German without the without the Lingerhans cell that you added. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, wow, that's incredibly German. <laughs> um, anyway. Anyway, which is part of the skin's immune system. So it seems to be an overreaction to the skin's uh, immune system. Genetic factors most likely cause these cells to over-multiply rather than environmental, fa uh, environmental factors associated with other tumors like radiation or pet owners who smoke. Treatments tend to be no treatment required most of the time um, unless they are experiencing discomfort or they appear in certain areas of the body like um, 
uh, feet, eyelids that might right. last longer, or if they last over three months, a veterinary person, a veterinarian, oh dear God, a might, veterinary person, yeah. <laughs> might recommend <laughs> removal of the growths or if it becomes too rapid, it's so they fall off normally. They'll yeah, they'll like move off with um, time. Uh, they can be frozen off, or they can be surgically removed. Um, so they're like warts. Yeah, they're kind of like warts, um, except like skin taggy warts is what yeah, I think. Yeah, okay, yeah, they sound like skin tags. Yeah. Yeah. When the histo histiocytomas require surgical removal. Your dog will take recovery, which means they will need to not be bathed or be allowed to do any vigorous activity until the ascension heals. Within two weeks, e-collars are normally required to help prevent them from licking the area, and also anti-inflammation and pain relief will be most likely prescribed. Anti-inflammatory and pain medicine will yep. most likely be prescribed. Okay, so Kip, tell us about Charlie. What what's our our Charles up to? What were the environmental factors to consider again? They like, I, no. Uh, what it says is it is not normally caused by an environmental factor, like other because it's a non-cancerous tumor or it's a benign tumor is most likely not caused by environmental factors such as. Such as X, Y, Z. Yes, yes. That is what okay. I said. Or I tried to say. I just wanted to make sure I heard that, because I, I was like, whatever it is I'm doing, I'll stop it. No, no, no. It's They are not likely. Like, if you had a cancerous tumor, like, let's say, you smoke a lot and blow smoke into your dog's face. Yeah, yes. if you blow smoke directly into your dog's face, then... <laughs> it's just like kids... That's horrible. Well, it's just like kids developing secondhand, can- yeah. secondhand smoke effects. For one, if you do that to your dog, I think you're a monster and your yeah. dog should be taken away. Exactly. You should, yeah. Or maybe you start by saying, hey, you know that isn't good, and then see no. if they stop. Uh, no. I, if, if you're the kind of person that would do that, <laughs> if you're the kind of person that would do that, uh, your dog needs to be rehomed to someone who will properly let okay. take care of it. I, I still think, what if they don't know? They know. There's okay. no way you can know in 2022 that blowing smoke into a dog's face is not okay. Before, I don't know. There's a lot of really stupid people. Yes. But we've known for so long that smoke is bad. And yet, you. how many people smoke cigarettes? Well, that's because it's addictive, but... Yeah, but you start cigarettes knowing they're bad. Like All my little I'm sis- saying is that I didn't know that um, Orlando Bloom and Leonardo DiCaprio were different people. Which is ridiculous, because they really don't look alike. Uh, okay, so back to the actual cigarette talk. For example, my little sister watched her grandfather die of mouth cancer from smoking a pipe. And yet, in high school, she still chose to smoke. She eventually quit. Yeah. But she still made that active choice to smoke, even though she saw the effects of it. And she actually helped with some of his, like, she two-feet him in his stomach when he, like, we visit. Anyway, that's well, different from directly smoke, blowing smoke into a dog's face. What anyway. I'm saying is people are stupid sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Not Dorothy. I love Dorothy. Dorothy was a gracious host. Five host? stars. Five stars on her, um... Airbnb. Which is not an actual open Airbnb. It's just a... No, it's just us. Friends and family, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. 
I was using her as an example of people knowing things and then still acting against the better interests. But that's cruelty. That's why I said talk to them first. Then if they don't change the behavior, then... They're stupid and cruel, though. But anyway. Okay, so Charlie. What's up with our boy Charles? Our baby boy Charlie. Yes. Um, So I did... I, I would not say that it happened overnight. I did notice it uh, becoming a thing. Um, it was like a small, it started off as a very small, superficial bump on his uh, right elbow. Uh-huh. And I kept my eye on it because I'm a good dog owner who's paying attention. That's good. I may not, I may not be able to focus on much, but I do focus on them. Yeah. And, um, did eventually get bigger to the point where it was kind of popping out of his fur, you know? Yeah. And even still, I know that sometimes dogs just get bumps, so I wasn't too concerned, but the fact that it was getting bigger was, you know, I was like, I should probably get that checked out. Yeah. Um, And then I noticed that he would occasionally kind of sniff and lick at it. So I was like, all right, it probably is bothering him. Right. So when I saw that, I immediately, well, not immediately, the next day I called the vet and scheduled an appointment and brought my little baby boy in. And I was so proud of him, even though he howled the entire time (laughs) we were at PetSmart. He was just there and just kind of like yodel at Everyone. Oh my god. Adorable. <laughs> and it was annoying. I could tell that he was annoying some people. I was trying very hard to like keep him distracted and keep him busy. I even ran around PetSmart with him to keep him from yodeling. <laughs> and that worked. I also grabbed a toy and uh, I kind of did the equivalent of like taking a bottle of water from the grocery store and, and drinking it before you pay for it. But you pay for the empty bottle, you know what I mean? I, I think that's fine in that case, because you were yeah. going to pay for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know it's... It, I try not to do things like that, but right. in this case, I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna turn in my asshole token and do that. So I grabbed a lamb chop from the discount basket gave it to him and I was playing with him and that that kept him from yodeling too so I was trying yeah I have a yodeling dog I will (laughs) say it's kind of hard to keep occupied I know the pet smarts with the vets attached to it I don't judge those dogs at all who are upset because my dogs act like idiots in a vet and they're not in a shopping center like, yeah. right. add a, a grocery store on top of a vet's office. Like, I, I think it's more surprising I don't come into chaos every time I go in there. So right, right. Anyone and who he, judges he you is not nice. Yeah. And I wouldn't even say that Charlie was upset. The thing that was making Charlie total is the fact that he wanted to play with every single dog yeah. in the store. And I would not let him. Yeah, I wouldn't even let him sniff the other dog's butt because it's not what we're here for, and he needs to focus. Yeah. So he would he would focus, but then just look at the dog, and then just oh, yeah. that sounds right. Oh. <laughs> beckoning sirens call to the other dog, like I want to play with you. <laughs> Come play with me, says Charlie. Yes, exactly. So, um. So she got it checked out, and 
Um, she said that it was likely a histiocytoma. Charlie is under three years old. He's actually only two right now. Oh, um, baby. And I'm, I'm also not entirely surprised that he has something like a histiocytoma because when I got him as a puppy, he had like fat pads on him, mm. you know? Oh, yeah. So here, here he had some weird subdermal stuff going on, you know? So not only am I not surprised that he has a histiocytoma on his elbow, but I also am convinced that it's not going to be the last one he gets. Yeah. Because so, according to my research, it's a genetic thing, and if he has some of them, he'll probably get more over Are there lifetime. certain breeds that are predisposed? To it him? didn't say in the article okay. I read. I did only read one article, but it was... Yeah, what you doing? So, the vet did take a sample to see if it was um, malignant, because he got a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's a weird bump, you want to make sure it's not cancer. So... Um, she, <laughs> she was like, I, I, I have to, you know, they may need to hold him down in order for me to get a sample. And I was like, I, you can, you know, get anyone you want to hold him down as many people to hold him down. I'll go in there. I'll help hold him down to get the sample. Yeah. Like, it's for his own good. Like, you know, he, life isn't going to be great all the time. You know, sometimes you need to get a sample to figure out if you have cancer in your elbow, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, so, I... Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. I think my vet's more likely if I'm trying to, like, I'll help restrain them. And they're just like, let him have a minute. I'm like, are you sure? And they're like, yeah, just let him have it. I'm like, I don't want to waste your time. I will wrestle my dog to the ground because they're being uncool. Physically wrestle him to the ground. And the vet's like, nah, let's give him a break. Let's let him calm down. Then we'll we'll come back to it in a second. Yeah. So I, I found a list of the uh, breeds that are more, uh, yeah, more likely to develop histiocytomas from uh, the Embrace Pet Insurance website, actually. Oh. Um, yeah. Labrador Retrievers and Boxers make the short list. Um, Sharpays, Bulldogs, American Pitbull Terriers, there American Staffordshire Terriers, Scottish Terriers, Greyhounds, and Boston Terriers, among others. Okay. So Charlie is a Boxer and Staff Greyhound mix. Yep. So there you go. Yep. yep. We found yep. we found that three of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's three. Three of those. Uh, so our dogs are three of those too. Yeah, there are over three. There are three now, so they should be in the clear. None of those. They have other skin things. Yeah, not those. Ingrown hairs apparently is a big just thing Mishka. in labs. Just yeah. Mishka so far. Yeah, Rue just has an allergy to everything. Yeah, Mishka has skin allergy issues. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna have a whole yeah. episode on that stuff because we have so, a dermatologist appointment for them is next month. Yeah. That'll be fun. Um, so what? So you guys had to so, hold them down. Yeah, she she held them down. They were able to get a sample. They said that because he was struggling and yodeling, um, <laughs> they they got a little bit of. They did get a little bit of blood in the sample, and so she was concerned that the lab may say that it's not a viable sample. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll cost like, what is it? 200 bucks to send it out and have them look at it. And I was fine with that. I just, I was like, that's fine. Just send it out. Let's see if you we know. get anything. Yeah. We'll, we'll see if they find anything, you know, we'll see if it's viable or not, whatever. So 
I forked up the money and they sent it out. And uh, yeah, it's they they not only was it a good sample that they accepted, but Charlie is cancer free. So I have a cancer free baby boy so far, and he's got and it's just a histiocytoma. That's what we've settled on. So she said that it should resolve in around two to three months. Okay. Um, she said that if it does not resolve in that time, to maybe come back and have it reevaluated. Uh-huh. But yeah, yeah. But uh, we we will see. So now it's just a waiting game to see what happens with this little bump on his elbow. <laughs> but yeah, it has not hindered him in any way, shape, or form. Still yeets himself around the yard like a psychopath. <laughs> Is he messing <laughs> you know. with it still after the test and stuff? Huh? Is sorry. Is he messy with it still after the tested stuff? Oh, um, no, no. I think, yeah, he he barely was messing with it before, so it wasn't anything that he was like consistently licking or anything like that. Just every once in a while, he'll check in on it and then and then leave it alone for the most part. He hasn't been having any issues with like agitating it at all. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Yay. But right now I have them both sleeping on me, Rosie and Charlie. We moved our, our living room downstairs, so now I... <laughs> oh. So I've got space, and so Rosie and Charlie are sleeping on top of me right now. So you moved your <laughs> living room stuff down to the basement? Huh? You, you moved everything down to the basement? Yeah, yeah, the TV room. Nice. That's a good use for that space. It's a big space. It is. Yeah, I'm very happy with it. Yeah, that's cool. Uh Oh, uh, we got Rue's lab report back. She does not have rabbit disease. What were we testing cool. for? Giardia. Giardia. From yeah. eating rabbit poop. Negative on Giardia and parasites. Yep. So she's okay, and she has time, and she hasn't seemed to be eating any more of it. So that's good. I think she just startled a rabbit and then got it. Like she, she scared it shitless. I don't know. There was a lot of it. It pooped. A, it was very scared. It just pooped itself and ran away, and then she ate it. I don't know. I'm just the poop, that... not the rabbit. <laughs> just to clarify. I'm really judging you. I'm judge, glad that Rue doesn't have GRDF. Yeah. Me too. So yeah, we're doing great other than the skin allergies and the abscess. Alright, skin problems are no joke. They're annoying as fuck. Yeah, they're really annoying. Yeah, both of yeah. them have uh, met their deductibles officially now. So. Yay! That's nice. It's, I guess. It's not yay, but also when we go for that... Uh, that fun, fun dermatologist visit of like four hundred a pop. That's seventy percent back we get. So. Yeah. Silver linings. I mean, yeah. it wouldn't have been any different, and it would have been less money overall if we didn't have this pop out. Silver yeah. linings. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Work with me. We got a very small portion of his bill back. Yes, we'll get more of his next bill back. Yes, that will be greatly appreciated, but. Yeah, unfortunately, they both met their deductibles. Again! Rue met hers very early this Again. time around. So, uh, yeah. Dog insurance for dogs. Yeah, pet insurance. Uh, I, I recommend it for dogs. A lot. But we do also have dogs that clearly have to go to the vet a lot. We have genetic mistakes who are super inbred. 
Oh my goodness. Well, they are. It's verified. We have verification. Our dogs are as inbred as uh, royal families of history. What Spain? Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. The one of the Spanish royal families. Yeah. I don't remember which one. But yep. That's so, crazy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Does anyone have any more thoughts on abscesses or, uh, hang on, I'm going to get it right this time. It's, uh, histocytomas. Nope. Histio. Histio. Histo means something else. It's because it's spelled eight, like, history, but it has an I-O, so histo, I don't, like, I-O. If it was histo, it would be H-Y-S-T-O, though. It's just dumb. Um. English is like- dumb. I like Dr. Pimple Popper. I watched all of her videos when I was in the hospital. I don't know why it was the only TV show that I could watch while I was actively in the hospital That's with the weird. chest tube. But for some reason, it was strangely comforting. And it was a hell of a lot better than the rest of the reality TV or news or sports that I had a choice from, which is pretty much all that TV consists of nowadays. I mean, I'm happy for you. It doesn't seem... I, in that particular circumstance, I think I would go for, like, a food or HGTV reality TV, yeah, but... Prefer, like, I do the channels were super limited in the uh, hospital. Yeah. They probably wouldn't have HGTV, but that would have been my choice. The ER I had for my allergic reaction had HGTV. It wasn't... A, Is that why they charged so much? I don't know. <laughs> I just flipped it. Yeah, extra for the good channels. It wasn't right. even a good show. It was like buying vacation. Well, you homes. did go at a very early time of the morning. I just needed noise so I could go to sleep. Yeah. Because I just slept. You went at like one or two in the morning. Yeah, That's not I exactly slept. I, I have to pay like, what? A thousand bucks out of pocket for sleeping in a room for two hours. Well, it's more than a thousand bucks. Well, I have out of pocket. It's or is it expensive 2, hotel It was 2100 Oh, that's it, yeah. I don't know, I've painted it. Whatever. Fuck you. Oh, yeah, I, I spent, uh, what was it, two weeks in the hospital, and then the bill came out to be $112,000? That's horrifying. That is horrifying, yeah. Based on, Den was very a very short time, and it was $2,100. Yeah, oh, and then an additional 100-something, because one of the doctors who saw me doesn't get paid by the hospital, so I got a separate bill for that doctor. I was very confused. I, I had hate to call them. our healthcare system and country. Oh my god! And I'm like, why am I getting bill for this? I already have an ER bill. And he's like, oh well, the doctor. I was like, so they explained it to me. I'm like, so let me get this straight. A doctor who I had no choice in saying gets paid separately by you. Yeah. Billed separately by you guys. And even though I have this other bill, this is separate because I saw this one particular doctor who the hospital doesn't pay, but you guys do the billing for. He's like, yes. And I'm like. That sucks. Not your fault. Thank you so much for explaining it to me. I was just very confused and very frustrated with the billing. I will pay it. Thank you so much. And they're like, okay, bye. Oh, good. You're not going to yell at me. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Because I was like, isn't this included in my ER visit? Because I went Should to be. the ER. <laughs> but no. Nope. Well, whatever. It's I had my um, boss explain to me the, the way... Costa Rican healthcare works, and they do have universal healthcare in that country. Uh-huh. But he was like, "Yeah, but if you go to the ER, you gotta wait forever if you're not dying." And he's like, "Yeah," I was like, "Yeah, but that's America, also." Mm-hmm. And then you pay them thousands of dollars. Yeah, 
Yeah, if you're not dying, you're gonna yeah. wait forever. I was yeah. Dan only got seen because she was having a lot of trouble breathing by the time she arrived. Yeah, they're like so she didn't yeah. have to wait very long because she was about to have a real problem. Yeah, they're yeah. like, Oh, they did one of those oxygen things. I forget what it was. It wasn't good. She was but... in respiratory distress by then. Yeah, so I got after driving like, herself yeah. because ambulances are too expensive. Yeah, I I was like, I can drive. I can breathe good enough to drive myself. And you were okay until oh, yeah. you got there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had my husband drive me to the ER because um, the doctor's office that I was at said that they were going to call an ambulance for me, and I told them that I didn't want to pay for an ambulance. Yeah. Yeah, and they true. were like, oh, but you might might have a blood clot. Like, you might actively be dying. I'm like, ah! <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to risk it. I'm going to risk I'd it. I'd rather risk it. I think I can make it. You're like, if I survive this, the bill from the hospital is going to be bad, and... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, I don't know that I they actually, could do that much about it in the ambulance. Uh, anyway, this is turning into a weird American healthcare pod. Our healthcare sucks. <laughs> we have so many things to fix in this country. Anyway, anyway uh, looking, looking back at it, I actually kind of wish that I had taken the ambulance because we ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, like, I met my deductible, like, I think the next day, which was December 31st. Oh, my God. So it wouldn't have mattered anyway. And then oh, no. it went into the new year, and then I hit my deductible again, so then I had to pay it twice. <laughs> so I should have just taken the ambulance and then done. <laughs> well, next time when unfortunately, you get sick at yeah, the new year. Unfortunately, there's probably going to be a next time. Yeah, my buddy actually, he, we were talking about it, and he said that he got into a motorcycle accident and that he had to take a helicopter to oh my God. the That's ER. And he was like, yeah, you know, this was dislocated, these were broken, you know, this, that, and the other, but I was in a helicopter, wee! <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Funny. And I was like, my friend, I understand what you mean. <laughs> My cousin, my cousin almost joined their air flight medic team at his hospital. Uh, he chose not to because his mom got very nervous about him being in a helicopter so much because they're dangerous. They are dangerous, yeah. Right, yeah. And he he does other stuff. He's a nurse practitioner. I think he might be right. something past nurse practitioner, but I don't know. He has like a master. I don't know. My cousin's super smart and medically. Yeah, a nurse practitioner is basically someone who has, like, I I respect a nurse practitioner as much as I respect a doctor at this point. Because I know, like, one of my childhood best friends is a nurse practitioner, and she is, like, the smartest freaking person. She knows all this medical stuff. And then on top of that, has experience as a nurse. I have so much respect for nurse practitioners. They have a lot more practical hands-on stuff, and if you meet any doctor who doesn't respect their nurses, you know that's a bad doctor. Yeah, they're just a bad doctor. Yeah, because I've never met a good doctor that goes, oh, my nurses don't know as much. They're like, no, no, you want the nurse doing the thing? You don't want me doing that thing the nurse knows better than me i'm just here to write you pills like in a hospital setting yeah they do all the the The, hands-on stuff yeah and they have to know a bunch of the doctor stuff too yeah i think i I remember um hearing the story of apparently patients will like yell at their nurses and say that they want a doctor to do a procedure even though the (laughs) nurses are like trained to do it yeah 
And so this one doctor came into the, the thing and he, and the patient was like, oh, thank God, you know, all the doctors hear you. And the doctor came in and he was like, um, yeah, yeah, I heard that you want me to do this. I haven't done this since like grad school, but like, you know what, I can give it a whirl. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> he like snapped on the gloves and the patient was like, um. <laughs> I'll take the nurse who does it every day. Yeah. I know. Oh, why, why would you do that? Anyway, so so we're gonna get do their jobs. We're gonna get away from medical pod. Uh, we because love nurses. We uh, we don't. We I can don't talk like, about medical yeah. stuff all day. I yeah. love it. Um, I Not hope, the healthcare system though. It sucks. No, it does. Uh, but hope hope you had a fun journey on learning about abscesses and hang on histiocytomas. There we go. And yeah. that your animals don't experience the same, so you don't have to pay for those bills and deal with a pathetic dog on a trip. Yeah. Good luck to not having. I guess if you have one of them, hopefully you you know it's a histiotitoma and you uh, or abscess. Well, abscesses have to get treated one way or another, though. Yeah, that's true. You, so you have to yeah. go to the vet for that because they're going to need antibiotics. Yeah. And uh, you shouldn't lance your dog's abscess yourself <laughs> unless you're like a veterinarian. So you yeah. know. Yep. You yeah. can cause bigger problems. Exactly. Than, yeah. And yeah. where are you going to get the antibiotics from? You got to get them from the vet. Yeah, anyway, go to the vet if you have your dog has a lump in her. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. if you have an abscess, it's on the day you have to leave town to visit your sister. And don't... Or if, if you have to, hopefully the scheduling works out. Yeah, perfectly. Aligns yeah. like magic. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I do want to throw in one more thing about the histiocytoma. Okay. So there was a, uh, there's a YouTuber called um, Dr. Mike. Uh-huh. And he actually told a story about his dad's husky that had a lump on its elbow. And the husky is kind of like an older dog. And um, Dr. Mike is a doctor. And Dr. Mike's dad is a doctor. So they all know medical stuff. Right. And so sometimes he was explaining that sometimes there is a greater risk to removing something that isn't that doesn't necessarily need to be removed yeah. then you know just removing it just because right. so he thought that his dad and his uncle I think is also a doctor it's just like or he's a surgeon there's just a bunch of people in the family that know stuff about things right. and so they took the husky to the vet and um, Dr. Mike thought it was just going to be a consultation but they brought the husky back and then the, the leg was all bandaged up mm. And it turns out that they just went ahead and removed the lump. And Dr. Mike was kind of frustrated. He was like, I feel like there wasn't enough vetting done on the situation, you know, to check to make sure that this was the correct procedure. But he was like, whatever, you know, it's done. So it is what it is. I think it was like a week later. um, Or short. They found that that the Husky's leg was like his toes were basically dead oh my god yeah and and mike you know went with his dad back to the vet he was like what could have caused this was it like tight bandage was it a uh a a correct procedure was it you know um you know did we miss something yeah and the vet basically just said yes because 
it could be a number of things that causes a failure in a medical procedure, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes uh-huh. you can't predict every single element. And it's the same in IT, so I can understand that, you know, like so what did they not, the crash? Did yeah. they not like check with them about removing the thing before they did? Yeah. Yeah, like, That's like not, you know, you gotta yeah, check with well, the owner. They didn't need to because he's old, so so. Even if it was malignant, did it really even matter? Because the dog was like twelve, you know. Yeah, but if he was healthy, it sounds right, like if a it wasn't weird. Wasn't causing him an issue. Just talk to the owner about it before you do anything. So I guess the moral of that story is: talk to your vet. Don't let your vet do random procedures without talking to you. Did um? Did well, they did. It's like it's like I don't know. It's just like the conversation. It. Mike was not satisfied with what any kind of potential conversation could have been. So, yeah, long story short, the husky did end up losing his whole leg, like up to the shoulder blade. And Mike explained that, you know, they do it that way because it's easier for the dog to cope in losing a limb like that than than only taking part of it off. Right. They usually just take the whole thing off. Because they'll sometimes chew on the limb. Yeah. On the nub. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, we're ending it on a terrible note. Yeah. Um. So all I can think of is like removing, like having the doctor remove this pointless histiocytoma, and then Charlie losing his whole entire. Okay, life. so no, that's, that's most so, likely he's not... probably just gonna keep it. Just whatever it is. Okay. <laughs> so okay, Kip, that's most likely not gonna happen. There's that, that seems, was a completely yeah, different unlikely. situation. Also, your vet didn't jump to let's remove this thing. They would have jumped to let's wait. Which, so I think that is. I your... think a lot of vets would would lean towards that because they don't. Yeah, and they don't usually want to do any cutting. to you if they don't have to tonight. Also, you can always get a second opinion. For some reason, yeah. even if it's a vet you like and respect, if there's something weird and it feels weird, you can go see a second opinion. Yeah. It's you, a guys you guys don't have to reassure me. I'm sharing the story so that our oh, okay. listeners can understand yeah. the situation. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm going. That's the angle I'm going for. Here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. Um, Heath, where can people find us? Uh, they can find us on petparentspod.com. Also, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. And uh, tell your friends and families that uh, like animals about us you can also email us petparentspod at gmail.com as always we will continue to get better uh and uh love you bye-bye okay well so got another episode okay bye-bye